to have you on the show. I'm glad you had the time to join me and uh, we're excited to learn more about yourself. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really happy to be talking to you. Of course. Um, maybe you can start um, with your journey as an artist because I know your art, it looks uh, uh, super colorful, super nice. And I think this hasn't started like, uh, um, uh, yeah, it has, I think, a longer journey, I would say. So maybe you can um, talk uh, through yeah. it. Yeah. I think I've always been creative, like I grew up in a very creative household um, and I was always encouraged to be creative. Um, I, I think I've I've mentioned this before, but it was a really fun memory for me to have recently where like one of my very earliest memories is of um, me and my sister. We used to spend some time at my great aunt. She used to take care of us and she had this like spare room. There wasn't really there wasn't really anything going on there. She used it for like laundry and stuff. Mm. And she used to let us draw on the walls. And like that's nice. one of my earliest earliest um so i feel like it's always been part of me um as i went through school you know art was a big part of what i enjoyed and what i was good at um i spent a little bit of time in art college as well it was kind of on again off again um i mean ultimately i found myself in a design career uh, which mm -hmm. is slightly different to what i'm doing now so kind of went to design um digital design um in particular um and but i always illustrated um whether that was you know initially it was on paper markers um paint uh, quite a little time um and then i moved to digital which is nice. great fun because you know you can teach yourself anything that's digital uh, i got an ipad a couple um i've been hooked ever since so i always had the illustration pieces going on in the background it was kind of more of a, a hobby and it's only really since i the nft space that i started Nice. Um, committing to to drawing and making art more deliberately yeah that's cool yeah. and 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 when did you get into the nft space and how has the uh, journey started there as well and how did you like um yeah i mean you, you started doing one-on-one -on -one art is it everything you do or um no there's a bit of a mix i think the most of what i've been doing has been one-on-one -on -one art um i've done a few editions um But yeah, primarily been focused on one of ones. Um, and I have a little bit, I've worked with a few kind of generative explorations, but not a huge amount. But yeah, I think I got in about a year ago. So it was, yeah, around this time last year. So July, 2021. Um, and I definitely been aware of the space. I'd heard of NFTs before, but I was kind of, I was getting quite negative rhetoric. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know about that all that. That sounds not good. Yep. Um, so I was just kind of not really looking into it myself. I just accepted that and just continued on. And then it was, yeah, last summer, somebody that I knew um, in the design community, she had, it was during lockdown and she started painting and <clears throat> painting her works and she was sharing her journey on Instagram. She was sharing them in her stories. And that's where I was spending most of my time was on Instagram stories. That's where my social media time was spent. Of so course. yeah, I kind of kept seeing, yeah, I kept seeing her talking about what she was doing and I was like, mm. She, I can relate to her. She's having a nice time. Maybe there's more. Yeah. Um, so then then I kind of um, did my own research. So it was my first <laughs> exploration into that whole concept um, nice. and found a lovely niche like within mm. the one of one art community. And yeah, just got really hooked. I was like, oh my God, there's so many awesome people here and loads of good energy. And yeah, there's lots that isn't pleasant. But I, yeah, I found myself in a really nice section of the community um, and very quickly got absolutely obsessed. 
That's nice, yeah. Have you, I mean, the I, I think the one-on-one community is a completely different um, niche compared to the generative art and also the bigger collections. It's it's I think more personal and it, I think it's like also more related to personal branding. You are kind of putting yourself out as a person with your art, who you are, what values you share, and create your little. I think uh, um, group of followers or your community and I think that's also the beauty of it so it's very personal um, was there someone you you um, were looking up to or I mean you, you grew quite quickly I guess right and, and you have a quite um, good following right now and, um, and and on which marketplace maybe have you started was it always mm. OpenSea and Yeah, I think when I came in, I was definitely fumbling around for a few months. So uh, initially, because I mean, art isn't my or wasn't my like main career when I first came into the space and I didn't really come in necessarily intending to mint work or sell artwork. So I came in initially just curious. Um, so, yeah, I really spent the first few months just hanging out on Twitter, getting to know artists, seeing what they were doing. I started collecting. That was a big part for me as well. Like, you can't really know what's going on until you kind of go through the whole process. I mean, some of that was more pleasant than others. And I mean, as I was going through it and making friends and people, I, I started sharing my art. I mean, that's basically what happened. Is I was like, well, there seems to be people here that are into the same things I'm into. Maybe they will like my cute, weird, wormy critter art, <laughs> um, which I assumed was, you know, I'm open to that point. I never really pursued illustration commercially because I was like, mm. I think my style is maybe not very suitable for a lot mm -hmm. of commercial projects. So, yeah, I kind of started, you know, connecting with people, started sharing the types of illustrations that I was doing for just my own pleasure pastime. Um, and I liked it. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I could make some stuff. And like that, through the process of collecting and getting involved in other communities and getting the support of those communities and those artists. Like, I think when I think back to the early days, there's a couple of people I think that have been, there's so many people who have impacted mm. my journey. But I think Girl Who Shivers, um, Techno Veins, her handle is Girl Who Shivers. So her project, um, Hypnose, was the very first like, one of one piece of art that I ever collected. Mm. I'm still holding, will never let her go. She's precious. Mm. Um, but, you know, that like tech and her community um, and that entire team were like super supportive and really championed me at the beginning. Like it just kind of grew from there. So like mm. one of the big things about the community necessarily really understand until I really got in was, you know, people talk about community within the NFT community but it's different when you're outside of it versus when you're inside yeah. um and that kind of really fast sharing connecting just everybody hyping each other up that whole energy of like there was no competitiveness it was like yeah, yeah. i want you to do awesome i was like yeah i also want you to do awesome and that just <laughs> spread and i think that's really how it happened in the in the beginning was i just started getting excited about people and what they were doing they got excited about me and what i was doing um mm. And that's still what it's like to be fair. Yeah, a year yeah. later, that's still the energy. Yeah, I like it as well. Like Web3 is a completely different beast compared to um, yeah the, let's say, traditional way of putting yourself out in, in art. And, and um, also people do that. And you mentioned it as well on Instagram, right? It's mm -hmm. like the... I think one of the go-to platforms, I guess, to get started and, and put yourself out there. How do you think um, Web3 is different maybe and um, do you like it better over um, Instagram for example yeah it's kind of funny for me I think 
there's definitely the artists that I see coming in who kind of have a pre-existing Web2 presence or maybe they have like a really big Instagram following that they're kind of trying to bring over to Web3. I didn't have that. I don't have that. So for me, I'm kind of going the other way around. So like I learned about Web3 and NFTs on Instagram. That was my way in. But realistically, once I got stuck in, I mean, now I spend most of my time on Twitter. So I've actually slowly been trying to come back to Instagram. I was like, oh, maybe I can be that for somebody else. So I'm trying to share more on Instagram. But I think the big thing for me that I noticed was, I mean, guess what I struggled with in the Web2 approach was, or on Instagram, is like it's really feels like you're broadcasting and you're Mm -hmm. trying to broadcast to fans and it's not really that direct. You don't really feel that connected to people necessarily. Mm -hmm. But for me, my Instagram is also my friends and family, to be fair. Um, So yes, we do chat, but like it's not really the same kind of energy as like a big artist that has a big following Then you can't really chat to them. Whereas in Web3, everybody feels really accessible. And I feel like a lot of what I do is I'm chatting to people. It's not just me putting stuff out there and leaving it be. It's like I'm putting stuff out there and I'm talking to people. I'm replying to people. I'm doing the same for them. And it's that kind of conversational difference. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the way I kind of see it now is Web2 is broadcasting to fans, but Web3 is hanging out with friends. And it's subtle, but it's different. Like it's more engaged. It's more conversational um it's more of yeah just like a back and forth which i feel like wasn't my experience on instagram or it wasn't the experience that i think a lot of artists i've heard talk about have that have come with big followings from a web2 perspective so yeah it feels more connected it feels more you can't really i feel like you kind of have to be authentic in the sense Mm -hmm. that you're spending your time chatting to people so if you're not really being yourself that's just not sustainable so that's what I did. I just got excited about the things I was genuinely excited about and talked yeah. to people about it. And that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. I mean, you seem to be like an um, outgoing person and, and you like interaction with people, like sharing um, yourself and putting um, yourself out there. So I think it's um, it's also what people like about the space. So, um, yeah, interacting, um, chatting and connecting, I think. and. Um, with Web3, th- um, the beauty of it is that it's kind of like worldwide and it's not like going mm. into a gallery or onto the street and just being exposed to, I don't know, the amount of people who are going there, but y- you have um, lots of people to talk to. Maybe you can also share um, with us how your art looks like and and um, um, your collection as well. and what we also discussed is that you want to um send me a clip after after the video and i um will include it into the video so i'm super excited to share this one as well but um, for now maybe um, if you have your um, collection open i would be happy to have a look at it yeah let's have a look at the proofies um so this is my kind of main one-of-one collection that I have been building since last October. Let's see mm-hmm. if this works. Yeah, it works. I can see your screen now. You can see it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So um, I will for the same list. So yeah, I've been. I started this yeah October. I think this number one mm-hmm. happened um, early October <coughs> twenty twenty-one, and I've been. Because I was kind of drawing them, they're all one one of ones and doing them of course. week by week. So they've kind of been slowly dropping maybe two or three weeks um, since then. So this is the Genesis collection. Mm-hmm. My goal is to get to 111. 
Yeah. Damn it. I've done number 70. Number 70 I finished most recently, which when is when I first got into the space, I think it's so slow compared to everybody else. But I'm like really happy that I took um, <laughs> a kind of a more a slower paced approach because um, I was also trying to make them around a full time job. And, you know, the space moves really fast. And I, you know, I didn't sleep at the beginning, but I, you know, re-centered myself around actually to sleep. Yeah. That's one of the big things, I think, when you first join the space is it's always on. Um, always yeah always and the space is going so fast right yeah big time like there's just stuff yeah. happening all the time um but i think that's one of the, the beautiful things about it as well is because it is pretty new like mm -hmm. there there is no real there are some examples you can take you can look at things what other people have done but you can kind of make up the rules so yeah, i did kind of true. come up with a, a hybrid format for these where they are kind of like a profile pick type project but they're one of ones they're, they're so slow nice. Thank cool. you. Also, the colors have... are amazing and kind of like speaking um, for themselves. Uh, and did you did you mention how how fast you put them out? You said um, you started, and then also the month you started. When was it again? So it was October twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah, and I've been doing kind of. I think the most I managed to do in a week was like three. Um, so in and around everything else. Three I, in I, a I week. It's it's good. Yeah, I feel okay about it now. Of I course. think at the beginning I yeah. felt that pressure to like just be dropping them all the time. Yeah. Um, but I also, because I was dropping them, so the way I do them as well is they're mm -hmm. through private sale raffles. So I use a, a bot in my Discord and that bot decides who gets the listing. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, there's no gas wars. I was like, if That's there's good. at least two people interested in these, then somebody could potentially lose out. So yeah. that was part of like my early experience in the space where mm -hmm. that had happened to me on a project. And I was like, I didn't like that, so how can I not do this? And another yeah. project I love is raffles. I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. <laughs> so that's how I've been doing them. So they've been slow, um, yeah. but going steadily. Um, and yeah, and thanks. I, the colors, I was very deliberate about the colors. That's like one of my favorite things about, mm -hmm. um, I guess, the focus that I got when I entered the space. Like yeah. I did spend some time being like, okay, if I'm going to commit to like a style or a color palette, it mm -hmm. needs to be one that I love. Of course. Um, and the, Foofies is one of my, my main areas to explore that. So yeah. even the background colors here, they're all attached to different elements and they all kind of happen in a certain order. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, I've worked out all the maths of the colors. Yeah, so Very cool. Important. I love the eyes as well that they um, look, look kind of, also the colors look kind of like um, and a little, little bit trippy. It's it's really nice with mm -hmm. also the um, natural elements looks kind of like um, nature as well. And yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are like I mean, I think with the color palette, somebody called it like neon pastel. I was mm. like, yes, that's what it is because <laughs> it's soft but it's bright. That's um, true. So I love that description. And yeah, they're very connected to nature. Like I think when I, I kind of talked a little bit. I've been kind of exploring um, how to kind of articulate the lore, the mm. the origin story a bit better, and they're really connected to like for me it was initially exploration around this idea that our brains can mm -hmm. actually like we can actually perceive everything around us mm -hmm. and it fills in the gaps for us and i was like whoa there's gaps what's mm -hmm. in the gaps so these are kind of me trying to figure out what could exist in this like adjacent world that we can't perceive yeah but i feel like they're pulling from things that we know and recognize mm -hmm. so like the natural elements but they're just configured in a way that doesn't make sense yeah. um that's a big part of it 
Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. And I've also read in the description of your project, um, if you scroll up further, that you mentioned that you want to bring out 111 pieces, right? And there, there are also some rarer ones or some different, let's say, um, species or how would you call it, right? Um, yeah, exactly. So the, I guess the way I've structured it is... Yeah. Is It's 111, and then they happen in pods. So I mentioned there's elements. Um, so say the first five here are a pod. Mm -hmm. Purple is space, orange is fire, pink mm -hmm. air, blue water, green earth. And then they kind of cycle through those. And then every 25th one, um, so here's number 25. So this is the earth elemental. So she's like a rare. So there's only four of these mm -hmm. total. Um, and then but basically what happens is the next pod starts with the element that I finished on. So the next one, next time I get to number 50, which was the water elemental, it kind of ends. So there's kind of this kind of sequence. Mm -hmm. And then just above here, you can see the catalyst. So the catalysts are really fun for me because I haven't revealed, we've got one so far, mm -hmm. she's number 44. But the idea with these is that any of these characters, so the, the baseline characters are called foundlings, yeah. any of them can, can spontaneously evolve into one of these super powerful oh. ones there's only going to be two of these in the whole okay. collection so i already have one but i haven't told anybody i i've decided what number the second one is going to be but nobody knows when it's going to be okay and they drop exactly like the foundlings and they're the same price um so yeah i, I wanted people to have a chance to get a super rare at the same price because the other ones i'm auctioning so they can mm. get a bit pricey nice. um so that's how they're working and then once i get to number 100 then there's going to be nine guardians and then the very last one 111 is the space elemental which is the supreme <laughs> because space contains all the other elements okay so that's the finale is the supreme oh, nice. number 111 that's yeah. the plan and yeah. and how has it started with the pricing you started um yes. selling them a little bit cheaper and now they're already at a pretty uh, considerable floor price right they <laughs> yeah <laughs> They, well, yeah, I set up the structure for pricing too. And I, I think my approach at the beginning was, I did, well, I put out a, a little, I asked people in my server, I was like, well, what would you pay for these? And I had like an example of the first yeah. one or two. Um, and kind of 0.05 was um, kind of sentiment at the time. And then I was like, okay, as we move through them, um, I'd like to increase the price, but not too much. So uh -huh. I batch them. So like after every... Every 25 is, is a batch, basically. So after every elemental, it goes up by 0 0.01. So okay. a primary, they've been from 0.5 and now we're at 0.7. And the next mm. batch would be 0.8. And then okay. the Guardians would be 0.09. And then that's it. So it's the most extensive they'd be on primary. And I stuck to that, even though obviously the, the price of ETH has changed. But the, the floor price, yeah, people are very slow to let them go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think at the moment, yeah, 0.59. Um, so people don't like we, to... And to sell them, they they are keeping they're, them. They are. Nice. They're hard. They're hard to get, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and yeah, please go ahead. No, I mean that's it. I mean, I think it's like for me, I would love to see. I mean, I'm I'm really comfortable with people selling these, or I'd be mm -hmm. really happy with a, a a secondary market that was lower. I'm not really too worried about floor price for of me. Of course. Um, but it is it is nice to see that people. Um, like them and I want to see people make a good return on them I think that's part of the space of I course definitely enjoy people doing well <laughs> yeah, of course. yeah that's that's yeah. great do you have some um, future plans what what happens if after 
um, you finished this collection. Do you do you already have something else in mind or not at all? Yeah. Oh, there's so many things. Of course, always. Um, so there is there's there's like a second generation of. I mean, I guess they're holder rewards, really. So depending on what combination of this first generation that people are holding, they can conjure up new characters, which would be basically free airdrops that I'll send to people. Um, so I kind of outlined that it's it's probably more complicated than it needs to be, but yeah. the first thing that everybody's going to get is they're going to get a companion. So I've got this kind of um, secondary character in my mind, which are, mm -hmm. I've called them the Woodlings, but they're kind of like okay. creatures, companion creatures. Nice. So they, that'll be addition pieces that I'll, you know, um, airdrop to folks. And then, yeah, from there, there's like a whole range of other characters mm -hmm. that people can collect depending on what combinations they've okay. got in their wallets. Um, so that would be the second generation. And then I do have plans to try and expand this into a bigger generative collection. Okay. Um, lots of stuff going on behind the scenes just to try and make that happen. But um, yeah, no official news yet. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's nice. I mean. I think it's it's a very nice way to start with um, um, putting yourself out there to start like a more exclusive collection, I would say, like a smaller one that you are doing right now um, with very quality pieces and, and show showcase basically what you are capable of um, drawing and creating. And um, yeah, and then maybe expanding when when you grow your circle of friends or your community. So I think it's a, it's the way to go. And especially also during this kind of um, market phase where it's a little bit more quiet and um, you, you I think you have more time. It's not so hectic, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, it's not something I want to rush. Like it's, I think from very early on in the collection that I was doing this, people started asking me, you know, when 10k and I'm like I don't mm. have the capability <laughs> or the headspace for that like I would need to really commit yeah. myself to that so I've always been like it's been in my consciousness but I always knew that I would want to do it in a very particular way and be very considered about it the sure. pace of this collection is slow so like I'm not going to rush into anything big um, and especially yeah like I think the market conditions like if there's no need for it then there's no need for it um, True. but I think for me it's about Yeah, just I guess bringing this world to more people. Like, and I am spending more time mm -hmm. thinking about the world, like the actual environment that they live in. Like, that's mm -hmm. another big thing that I want to start getting out of my head mm -hmm. and into some sort of visuals. Um, and I think it makes sense in that sense that they could expand like this. These are the initial explorers that have come through the portal, but you know, when they decide that the place is nice, then they mm -hmm. invite all their friends. Um, that's true. It's kind of how I'm thinking about it from a lower perspective, but. Yeah, I think it's not something that I will force. I think if I will take the lead from mm -hmm. the community that are there already, like I think the people that have been supporting me um, from the beginning are going to be who I'm trying to take care of first and foremost. Of course. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I, I'll need to join your Discord as well after the talk. But um, <laughs> of course, um, do you also have some advice for people who are just getting started and who also love drawing from uh, um, what you've learned? Uh, yeah, until um, since you've been in the space, or is there yeah. like, anything? You, yeah, you, you were scared of in the beginning, or. I think for me, one thing, when I'm looking back, I'm like, I wish I'd 
slowed down a bit at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, what I've set up here is is very paced and it's very mm-hmm. measured and considered, but I definitely felt the pressure of, and I know this, this is last summer, this is like the height of like absolute like madness True. in the NFT space. So it was a different time. It's like this year, it feels totally different to last year. But I do think it still makes sense if you're coming in new to spend some time in the space. Um, like I'm grateful that I didn't initially come in and just try and mint and sell stuff. And I did make a few mis- like there's a few bits that I kind of minted and then burned and was like, you know, experimented on a few different platforms and uh, blockchains and different stuff like that. So for me, it's like spend a bit of time getting to know what's happening in the space get to know individuals like everybody's super accessible in this space yeah um and like what i said to other people is like once you've found one or two people that you um kind of connect with or that you know you like what they're doing and you follow them on twitter like the algorithm will start serving you more people to follow in the space True. um and i think twitter is probably like the, the your, your your prime place if you're coming in sure. to start getting comfortable join twitter spaces there's so many spaces that are targeted at people that are starting out and that are new True. Um, and people are sharing their experiences this is a perfect example you know people talk about what they've how they've gotten into the space and what they've been doing yeah. we have the benefit now of you know a year or two years some people have been here um, and they're very happy to share their experiences and for me it's been get to know people yeah. find, find what you like and get excited about it and, and they'll do that for you in return you know and of share course. what you're, you're interested in um, and just yeah spend time get to know people of course um, i mean there's no one single way to get started basically it's like kind of also uh, maybe in the beginning could be a little bit difficult because they're so um, you could feel overwhelmed but basically i think it's good to hang out in communities and discords um, engage on twitter put your out yeah. your uh, your art out there and then see people how um how they re- react maybe um yeah exactly yeah and you don't have to mint something straight away i think mm-hmm. a lot of people come in um with that idea with that mm-hmm. intention or again with that mindset of you have to kind of sell yourself in the same way you would in a traditional art or in a web mm-hmm. two space it's much softer here it's like um or people don't respond as well to that kind of direct hard mm-hmm. chill you know it, it's true it's it's a different energy it's a different vibe if people like what you're doing, if they like you and what you're about, they will connect with you and they will follow what you're doing. Hopefully they will collect. It's not a guarantee, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like try and shift your mindset out of coming in, trying to sell and just come in to be curious and to connect. Um, which, you know, can be, it can be frustrating if you're coming in and if you have like an art, like I know that energy, that urgent energy that artists have, mm-hmm. but it really is the best way to properly get embedded in the space in a very meaningful, sustainable way. It's quite easy to come in fast and bomb out. Like it's so easy to get burnt out here. True. Um, so yeah, I think taking your time. I think don't be afraid to experiment up front. Like there are different blockchains, there are different platforms. I think something I'm telling a lot of artists now that wasn't an option to me when I started was mm-hmm. to try and own your contract. So smart contract is mm-hmm. the first thing you're going to have to get your head around if you're going to start minting. Um, and Manifold is a great option, which didn't exist when I started. So I've been minting through OpenSea primarily and a bit on foundation. Um, but yeah, like uh, take a bit of time to get to know the technical side of things as well. It can really help. And if you can, I find Manifold really easy to use. And it means that you have ownership over your contract, um, which might mean anything if you're brand new hearing this. But these are things you should definitely yeah. look into is getting started. Because um, I think that's really powerful to have like full, I mean, it's one of the main ideas of decentralization in Web3 is 
you know, this autonomous self-ownership. Um, so yeah, I think that's another kind of practical tip. Um, of course. And set up your Twitter. Set up a pinned tweet. If you're new, if you've got artwork, if you um, are trying to, you know, if you're engaging on Twitter, mm-hmm. getting to know people, if you've got your, like, banner, you've got your little description, you've got yeah. your links easy to find, and you have a pinned tweet introducing yourself, like, that can be super helpful, mm-hmm. especially if you're spending time engaging and chatting to people, and they're like you and your personality and what you're talking about what's, most people will have a quick look on your profile so true. what's your pin tweet let's have a look of course we will also share your social links and um, everything so we can people can uh, um, jump on that as well here's my pin tweet so it's my name pronunciation which is the first thing that people struggle with yeah so my name is pronounced Eva. yeah um, and then it'll tell you what I do. So I make work that tries to imagine what might exist outside the nice. human brain can perceive, obviously. And the TLDR, I love drawing bright and whimsical, weird cuties, critters and femmes, often all at the same time. And some of my links and some of my work. That's so cool. And that tweet has worked quite hard for me. Wow, yeah. See. A lot of yeah. likes and retweets. Yeah, so people like, I, and I've, I've changed it twice. So like I did have something similar to this initially. Mm-hmm. And I reworked it, just tried to, I was like, oh, how can I describe what I do quickly? So mm-hmm. I did finesse this a little bit. And then when I got new work as well, I added some of the newer pieces. Probably do an upgrade, actually. I should probably update this. But mm-hmm. it introduces me, what I'm about, and shows some of my work. And um, a link to where I can find all my stuff. Of course. And I have yeah. seen that you also kind of support other artists, retweets, uh, you retweet okay. um, art you like. Is this the way to go? Or um, what would you recommend to newcomers as well? Yeah. When, like when I talk about like getting excited about what other people are doing, this mm-hmm. is it. So there's two sides to this. So one of it is it's art that I love. Uh, yeah. Some of it's some of these are artists that I've collected from. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have my GM every single day. I share a few free and a GM. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a kind of an element of consistency as well. Like if you're going to be on Twitter, mm-hmm. try and be here every day if you can. If it's even just the GM or to respond to some other GMs. Mm-hmm. And like literally as I'm going through this time, and I'm like, this is literally some of my favorite people in the whole space. Mm-hmm. I do share a lot of works in progress. So this is the latest Fufu that I've got halfway done. Okay. Um, so that's what it is. It's kind of, uh, I guess my approach to the content on Twitter is, mm-hmm shaker um okay, nice. look at that that's open <laughs> someone so made this one or yeah so the um super dope team they ah, okay. they do these booty shakers of different kind of personalities and characters in the nft space and they made one based on a food wheel look at her she's mm-hmm. amazing so funny um i tried so hard to collect her but and... i i ran i ran out of it <laughs> Yeah, 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 and and um, how, what do you think about Twitter promote like promoting tweets and stuff like this? Does it work as well, or have you made any experience? I've never, no, yeah, okay. I've never promoted a tweet. So for okay. me, it's like uh, I feel like it's more organic. It's, yeah. it can be slower for sure, but um, it just means it's kind of a curation. So this is a double whammy. It's like this is stuff that I like personally, but also mm-hmm. that I think people who like my art will like. Okay. So, like, I am careful about what I share. I don't share everything. Like, yeah. I do. Um, I am deliberate about what I will retweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it is in part showing my taste and the yeah. things, um, things I collect, um, and also artwork that I think other people that like what I'm doing would also enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's, there's a thing. Yeah, you, you've been pretty active on Twitter, as I've seen, and like grown a very um, huge following. So that's nice to see that it works. Of course, you need to have beautiful art pieces out there as well, need to connect with uh, with your friends, with your circle. So I think then the algorithm can help yeah. you as well, right? Exactly. I mean, I think it's really hard. Like, it's actually even a red flag for me if I find myself on a Twitter page from an artist or somebody in the space and they're not sharing other people's work. It's like a bit weird for me because I'm like, you can't expect other people to share your work if you're not sharing theirs. Yeah, There's kind of like a, a mutual, um, like, respect and yeah. support. That's what it is. Like, that's when I talk about connecting and getting excited about things, that's what it looks like in practical terms. It's replying to people, getting excited about it, sharing, retweeting liking all of those things mm. um but it's not you can't expect other people to do that with your content if you're not doing what anybody else is i think that's that's true given yeah, yeah that's that's a very true um fact do you have anything else before we wrap this up i think we've um collected lots of good tips for beginners um, we've seen your beautiful art and um, who you are as a person so um, is there anything else we should uh, you you would like to mention before we wrap it up um i don't think so i mean maybe actually some of these collectives that i've got mentioned in my uh, my twitter bio might be mm -hmm. nice to give a shout out because i think one of the things of about course. the space I mean, they're an exact embodiment of everything I've talked about in okay. terms of connecting and sharing. Um, so there's the Board Ape Ladies. Um, I might open these. Okay. Um, and this, we do have a, a, a collection where we're kind of recreating like fan versions of Board Apes mm -hmm. um, based, based on apes that the, the founder Novo owns. Mm -hmm. um, she's awesome. So yeah, we have this kind of ongoing collection where we've been inviting different artists every month to do their interpretations. And it's also just a really good community. We also just really love each other and support each other. Nice. And then there's Crypto Lady Gang. Um, again, this is a, an awesome directory started by Sam, mm -hmm. Mystic. Um, and yeah, so there is this gorgeous website, there this website um, where basically she's got this really wonderful directory of... Mm -hmm women that are creating work in the space. Nice. <laughs> um, so come in here if you're looking for, specifically this is focused on women in the space or femmes. Um, some of my absolute favorite people in the space are part of this collective. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, Sam does a lot of work as well to kind of gain different opportunities for us, so different projects to work on or opportunities to share our work. Uh, is another big kind of part of this. And there's a CF Gorgeous directory. Nice. And then, what else do we have and then yeah then there's the ghost club um so the ghost club was founded by mumba who's one of my absolute favorite artists free mm -hmm. nfts and nfts in every sense um yeah. and she's been super supportive of me but also of artists in general in the space so there's mm -hmm. you want to find awesome talent this is another amazing community that's mm -hmm. so centered around um a discord community yeah. Uh, but they do all sorts of cool stuff. I think this is where like some of the most exciting collabs I've seen in the space have come through connections um, in the Ghost Club. Nice. Um, so that's the other thing. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, find your people and get excited about them and work with them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Awesome. That's that's nice. Thanks for sharing them as well. Um, and it was super cool uh, talking to you. Thank you so much for taking Likewise. your time. I'll let you know when I share it so we can put it out there. People can uh, have a look and watch it. 
Awesome. Yeah, All it was right. great fun. Have a good day and again thank you so much yeah Eva have a good one Of course you Cheers, too Cheers thank you have a great one. Bye bye bye, bye.